What's goody, what's goody, Anchor? It's 7 Million. I'm back today with another episode, knocking out two episodes today. And I pray I have the strength to knock out an episode tomorrow. I am extremely tired. I didn't get in yesterday until a quarter to 12. Grinding, working hard, you know, trying to make sure that the ring get paid and all that good shit. Anyways, today's episode is discussing my first encounter, my first physical fight with a real live demon, a real live demonic force that was trying to take my black ass out. Okay, so I'm going to get right into the story time. Now, not knowing years later after this incident, I would have dealt with more encounters like this one. I would say this one was to start off to prepare me when I got older, me dealing with a um, demonic forces or uh, real life demons and real spiritual attacks. So if you like that content, trust me, I have hundreds of those stories and I'll be more than happy to tell them if you leave comments saying, you know, I want to hear more. I want to hear about the one when you were 16. I want to hear about the one where you were 19. I want to hear about the one where you were 21. I want to hear all of them. So just comment, let me know. Please don't forget to follow me on Instagram at 7spencer, S-C-V-I-N-S-P-N-C-E-R. I greatly appreciate all the ones that have been following, that have been leaving comments. Don't forget, you can also jump into the chat um, with questions you want me to answer. I'll be more than happy to. Just please comment. Let me know what you would like to do. So today's story time is me coming into a real life battle, a real hand to hand combat battle with a demonic force, a demonic spirit. Now, I grew up in the city of Newark. And um, as I mention all the time, I grew up in a very ratchet environment, um, not really knowing as a teenager that when people die of overdoses in your house and you have pedophiles living there and rapists and child molesters and prostitutes and crackheads, that all of those things can be a feeding ground for demonic spirits and demonic forces. Now, this story time is something that I was kind of wrestling with in my spirit because I didn't really know how people would respond to it or really take to it. But I appreciate my homie OG like, no, go ahead and get that shit out because you never know who you might be able to touch. So I'm like, you're right. And I mean, push come to shove, like if you don't fuck with it or you never dealt with it that's a blessing but it might be somebody that actually has dealt with these things like like myself so the i was 16 and um now that i think about it the person that i was going to save she died i want to say maybe three or four months after this incident I, she died after this, technically, um, about three or four months later. Okay, so I'm going to jump right into it. I was 16, just turned 16, I believe, and um, 
I ain't had no sweet 16. I ain't had no party. I ain't had shit because, um, one of my cousins had died, um, RIP and, um, my grandmother was a Jehovah Witness, Christian, and a Muslim, so she said, fuck my birthday. Anyways, at this particular day, I didn't go to school. On this particular day, I didn't go to school. Why I wasn't in school, I have no fucking clue. Have no fucking clue. But I know that I was supposed to be at school. I just don't know the details of why I wasn't there because I couldn't play. I couldn't play hooky because people were in my house all the fucking time. I couldn't play hooky. So I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, whether it was a dental appointment or a doctor's appointment or something. But at this particular, this particular day, I was home and I'm glad that I was home now. Um, How can I even start? Okay, now, um, I'm 16, not at school. At this time, my great aunt is living with us, and she is blind. She's diabetic. She's going to dialysis every other day. Um, she chews tobacco. We have a porta potty set up in her room. You know, um, she's living with us now. For, I want to say... Maybe a, a little under a year, a little something like that, a little bit under a year. So she's living with us and um, she's staying in the back room. The way my great grandmother's house is set up, I always explain is on the East Coast, we have houses, but each level of that house is a separate apartment. So on the second floor is three bedrooms she's staying she's staying in the back room I didn't have a room it's kind of getting where you fit in so I was sleeping on the couch I, I didn't have a designated room and I would have to go into the bathroom to change my clothes for school night clothes you know things like that um but anyway she's staying in the back room and uh by the back room is also the back door and in between the back in between the back room and it's two technically two back rooms where one where my great grandmother sleeps in is the back door that separates that and then is the back room that my disabled aunt is sleeping in now it's like the whole movement in the house was weird it was like this very very creepy airy feeling like it is very it's very hard to explain but if you ever dealt with this then you know the feeling that I'm talking about very creepy very demonic very airy feeling and it's like everything is silent in a way like I, I didn't have the tv on none of that like everything is silent I didn't even hear the back door open for this demonic spirit to come in. Now, when I say to come in, he jumped inside of someone who was living in the basement. And how I always reiterate, the basement is the wasteland with the child molesters, the prostitutes, the crackheads, the junkies, um, rapists. All of that shit is in the basement. Now, the play out of this is the spirit that it jumped in 
Um, I'm gonna, his real name starts with the R, so I'm gonna call him, um, Rob. Okay. The spirit jumped into Rob. Now, Rob is, um, a person who was, uh, getting a check for being, uh, mentally incompetent, which is not a laughing matter, but he, he was he was mentally incompetent and he received a check for that he was just this big tall slinky nigga and um he always used to get beat up in the hood and get bitched he was like six four six five like real tall and slinky and um he had a drinking problem a cocaine problem he couldn't read or write and um he was he was like the hood uh he was like a the hood nuisance because he was always flirting with other people girlfriends getting beat up by their boyfriend drunk kicking over trash cans yelling at the top of the street and at the bottom of the street fighting with his own self in the middle of the street like he was just like the hood the hood on my block the hood drunk the hood wino the cokehead always getting beat the fuck up he was even getting beat up by kids okay um i'll get into that another time <laughs> he was even getting beat up by kids i didn't whoop the nigga ass blue didn't whoop the nigga ass damn near everybody in the house my brother didn't kick the nigga in the balls like he was just like we wasn't, I didn't hit him because he was a punk. It's I hit him because he got out of pocket when he was drinking and I had to go upside his head. Um, but anyways, yeah, just like crazy. He used to steal my mother underwear. Like it, it was so many events taking place with this person. I just want you guys to understand like a person that, I'm already dealing with and then when a demonic force jumped inside of him shit got hectic okay now um my aunt is in the back room she goes to dialysis every other day so this particular day I would think she went to dialysis Monday Wednesday Friday and Sunday like a schedule like that so this particular day she wasn't at dialysis she was in her back room um, I had just checked on her earlier. The fuck? I had just checked on her earlier. She was fine. I didn't even hear the fucking back door open. Like, this is how crazy and how weird this shit is. So, anyways, like, out of nowhere, I'm in the living room and I hear her saying, Who's in here? Who's in here? What are you doing? Who's in here? And I'm thinking to myself... Maybe she just talking to the TV or something. But then I realized the TV wasn't on in in the back room. We like, even though she's blind, we used to let her listen to the TV. So, you know, just like to entertain her in some way, shape or form. Like is obviously she can't watch it. So she's listening. She can hear. And, um, so it's like I started walking past the dining room, but it's like my footsteps were moving extremely, extremely slow. Like this shit is like some movie shit. Like this day was crazy. Walking, 
walking and it's like everything standing still like like delaying my steps is very hard to explain um anyways I finally make it to the back room and I'm putting my hand against the wall like you know how you trying to sneak like like trying to like sneak up like who the fuck who the fuck is in here like I'm I'm trying to sneak up so look this nigga Rob she had a um she had one of them beds that my grandmother got like for pregnant women like one of them hospital beds like that's a whole nother thing in itself anyways she's sitting straight up in the middle of her bed like doing her hair from left to right because she knows somebody is in there she just doesn't know who like obviously she can't see but she knows us by voice but the thing about it is the nigga walked up in the room and didn't say shit she just knew something was in there so she's sitting in the middle of the bed holding her cane like almost trying to force herself to get up like what's going on in here what's going on so i make it to the room the door was cracked a little bit like you know how you try to slam the door but it don't close all the way and end up opening back up so i push the door all the way back and i see him standing behind her he don't have no shirt on eyes blood shot red he got on a red bandana. I'll never forget this shit as long as I live. He got on a red bandana showing his fucking bird chest. Like pants is sliding. Draws is showing. Like I'm like yo what the fuck you doing in here? Like what the fuck are you in here trying to do? I'm like yo Rob you gotta get the fuck up out of here. What are you doing in here? This nigga do not answer me. Do not answer me. He not, he not moving. Like his arms is like, his arms is like by his side, but like his fist is balled up. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, yo, you have to get the fuck up out of here. I'm not bullshitting with you. What the fuck are you doing in her room? Why the fuck are you even up here? Because the basement nigga's not supposed to be going nowhere but in the fucking basement. That's what they have to do. They have to stay in the fucking basement. I check. So anyways. So he not moving. I give the nigga about 20-30 seconds. to Hopefully he get in his right frame. But it's like as I'm looking at him. He's not himself. Eyes is bloodshot red. He not moving. He not answering when I'm calling him by his name. I can just tell like something was in him. I wasn't dealing with it. Yes, he looked familiar, but that he wasn't that person anymore. If that makes sense. He was that body was being inhabited by a full blown demon. I am not fucking bullshitting. So now I see I'm going to have to put hands and feet on this nigga. Mind you, I didn't beat him up before. That ain't shit. So I'm thinking I'm just going to beat the nigga ass. That's going to be that. And then, you know, tell my great-grandmother what happened. Because that's the one, you know, he paid rent to her, not me. So, and that's going to be that. 
shit. Listen. Oh my lord. So I go behind her bed because it's like it was moved out from the wall. So I go behind her bed to get him out, right? And when I went to throw a punch, normally how I would, okay? I'm a solid bitch. I'm not no weak-ass bitch. I went to throw a fucking punch. He grabs my fucking arm, and I immediately can tell he is like 30 times, 50 times, 100 times stronger. OG, it's not on the phone. I'm recording. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the I'm recording the story when I had to fight the demon. That's the story oh, I'm, I'm recording. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. Anyways, I immediately realized he's 50 times, like 35, 100 times stronger than what the fuck he has ever been. It's like I'm throwing, it's like, no, we tussling. I'm throwing, I'm throwing combos, right, left, right, left, uppercut, uppercut. It's like the, it's like the nigga blocking everything, like on some, on some super saiyan shit. Okay, no, no bullshit. We going toe to toe in this bitch. He throws me against the fucking dresser and my eye is like, yo, what's going on? What's going on? Who in? I'm like, hold on, hold on. The whole time, the nigga is not talking, not saying shit. He just grunting. I said, oh, fuck no. So he throws me up against the fucking dresser. We in this room going at it. Okay, no bullshit. We going at it. Mind you, I'm barefoot. I ain't got no fucking shoes on. I should you should never be walking around the house without fucking shoes on. That's a no-no. Anyways, we tussling. Boom. I'm we he throws me into the fucking dresser. My back a little fucked up now because the dresser is those old ass wooden glass uh dressers with the glass frame attached to the wood that but the glass stick out a little bit. Listen, I come back, boom, 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 boom. We going blow for blow in this fucking bitch. My shirt is ripped. Like, I'm, I'm right now, I'm losing. I'm throwing out every punch, every combo I'm losing. It's like, it's not phasing this nigga, like, at all. He not even talking. He just grunting, and I'm really fighting. I'm really battling. I'm really fucking going at it. Really fucking going at it. I cannot explain to y'all. I'm throwing blow for blow for blow. This nigga tossing me around like a fucking rag. I said, oh, fuck no. You can't know. This no, no. This not the fucking way this go down. Are you crazy? So I pick up her portable fucking toilet. Okay. I pick up her porta potty. Pick that shit up. Boom. Crack it right, uh, right over the nigga head. It is, is piss, is shit flying, it's tobacco juice flying. Boom! Pick that shit up right over his fucking head. He barely gets fucking days. Now he knocks into the wall a little bit. She's like, what's going on? Now we really literally right in front of her. Like almost stepping on her feet and shit. We tussling right in front of her. Because I'm trying to get the nigga up out the room. So anyways, boom, piss shit flying, tobacco juice flying, all that shit. 
like, oh, it's, it stink now. It's every fucking where. Boom. Picked it up again. Boom. Cracked him in the head again. I had to claim the blood of Jesus to get that nigga up out the room. And this is no cap on this. And when I say no cap, no bullshit, no none of that. Any fucking way. I said, Lord, please get this spirit up out of here, Father. Please. That's when the nigga started weakening a little bit. But he still wasn't like some of them demonic forces are real strong. Like you're going to have to claim the blood of Jesus more than once. One time ain't going to get it, honey. Anyways, now we tussling in the hallway. I finally get the back door open. Boom. I kick him right in his ass. Boom. Slam the door. Lock. Put all the fucking locks. All the hood locks. The chain lock. The, the voltage lock. The regular lock. I, I, I locked that shit all from top to bottom. I was not bullshitting. <sighs> I go back, mind you, is still pissing shit on the floor. And I'm sweating, like I'm shaking because I'm so fucking mad and I'm scared because I'm like, yo, I just got finished fighting a fucking demon. If I wasn't here, she probably would have been in there dead. And ain't nobody fucking know. Cause what that spirit was, that spirit was not playing no games. The nigga ain't talk not once. I go back in the room and I tell my great aunt, I don't want to say her real name, but RIP. Um, Cause I used to call, I, I used to say grandma and I used to say aunt. It just depends. I used to say both. Um, Gonna call her, um, cause her real name starts with the O. We gonna call her, we just gonna say auntie O. Auntie O. So I'm like, yo, don't be mad at me. Please don't be mad behind this shit. I have to call your son to come get you. I have to. And it's like the look on her face, like, uh, mind you, she can't see. Like, the look on her face is like, I don't want you to do it, but if it got to be done, do it. Still, ain't nobody come in the house yet. Still. I'm like, she like, what happened? What What's going on? Who was in here? I said, one of them niggas escaped from the basement. I said, he was standing behind your bed. He was going to rape you. She said, what? I said, yes. She said, I knew I was hearing something. I said, he was standing behind your bed with his shirt off and his pants slid down. She said, what? She like, hand me my tobacco. She, she was stressed. She needed to chew her tobacco. And I said, look, I said, I thank God that I was here because this shit could have got ugly. I said, you are a sitting duck. You're disabled. That shit got ugly. Any fucking ways. I call her son. Her son is an old time, you know, drug dealer, gangster, used to chop niggas head off. You know, he was like a hitman. So anyways, RIP to him too because he's no longer here. I call him up. Like, even this nigga voice a scared person. I'm like, look, I don't want you to be mad, and I'm not trying to snitch on nobody, but I said, you need to come get your mother 
and I'm going to start packing her bags. He said, what's going on? Talk to me. What's going on? I said, some shit went down. He said, what's some shit? Talk to me. You can talk to me. He said, I'm not going to be mad as long as you come to me first. I appreciate the fact that you even calling me in a case of emergency. Talk to me. That's my mother. Tell me what's going on. I said, one of them niggas escaped from the basement and he was going to rape your mother. I said, you know, thank God that I was here. I said, I was tussling with this nigga and fighting to get him out. He said, you had to fight? I said, yeah, I had to fight. I said, we was going blow for blow. I said, you know, he threw me into the wall and shit. You know, I'm a little fucked up myself, you know. But I said, I wanted to make sure she was good. And I just felt like I needed to call you and let you know what was going on. He said, I appreciate you doing that. And I'm going to come get her tonight. That shit got ugly, okay, because my great-grandmother was receiving a check for taking care of her. So now that she's not living there, she can't get that check. And um, my, grand, my great-grandmother found out what I did, you know, that I called her son because he came and got her. But before he, But before he packed her up and put her in the car, he came through the house and wrapped fucking shop. He said, I want to know the motherfucker that tried to put his hands on my mother. I want to know where the fuck he at. But he wasn't there. He was on Bergen Street, terrorizing Bergen Street or some shit like that, which is down the street from where we live at. He wasn't there. Listen, that nigga came through the house in Red Shop. He slid me a 20, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they wasn't going to feed me because I didn't snitch. So any fucking way, you know... They they all like, he like, no, my mother, you said that you was going to fucking take care of her. He came through the house and wrapped shop. I'm hiding in the fucking bathroom. He like, no, come out. Don't be, a, he said, don't be scared. You did the right thing. I'm like, yeah, nigga, but you saying that, but the niggas that I'm left with, because you ain't taking my ass with you. <laughs> Let's not get that fucked up. I, I You not taking me with you. So anyways... I'm going to be left stuck with these niggas, and I'm going to have to answer to them now. Even though in my heart of hearts, I felt like I did the right thing, don't get me wrong, but the consequences that I was going to have to go through behind this, I was going to have to fight again, okay? And that, that's just that on that. Anyways, he leave, he take his mother, I'm like, bye, Auntie Yo, and you know, and all that shit. It, it was a real, like fucked up moment as soon as he leave my great-grandmother cursing me out you stupid bitch you shouldn't have said nothing now we ain't gonna have no money now i can't get that fucking check she went the fuck off and it's like even a crackhead that stayed under the table mr robert he was talking shit talking about you stupid bitch you ain't nothing about a fucking snitch and all of that shit they was going in on me i ain't gonna lie even my grandmother that was a reformed crackhead and started going back to church she was talking shit my uncle who ain't who's an ex-crackhead himself the one that tried to fight me before anyways like they was trying to jump me over this fucking situation. I'm not no weak ass bitch. If we gonna fight, we gonna fight, and that's gonna be that. If I get beat the fuck up, I get beat the fuck up. But I know I fought, and I know I helped my own. So I told Blue what the fuck happened. Blue came through rep shop. You know, um, that was that. But 
I was in the presence of a full demonic fucking force, demonic fucking presence and people. You need to know what the fuck you are dealing with. And you are going to have to claim the blood of Jesus more than once. Because some of them spirits are very demonic and very strong. And even it don't move them one time. You're going to have to claim it a couple times and still go upside their head. Period. Um... If you want more story times like this one, trust me, I have been attacked multiple on multiple fucking occasions. If you want more stories about fucking Rob, you know, stealing my mother panties and all the other crazy shit he was doing, please let me know. I'll be more than happy to tell them. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. You are all special. You are all divine. You're not crazy. People really be going through real life shit that can't really be explained to someone who may not have gone through it before. Okay. Thank you guys for listening.